Well, welcome back to another installation of Compelling Ministries video blog. It's a pleasure and a blessing for you to be with us today, and thank you for taking the time and joining in with us today as we discuss the Word of God. And I am coming to you out of Hebrews chapter 10. When we find here in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 7, it says, Then I said, Behold, I have come. In the volume of the book it is written of me to do your will, O God. And then verse 8, previously saying, Sacrifice and offering, burnt offerings, and offerings for sin you did not desire, nor had pleasure in them, which are offered according to the law. Verse 9, then he said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God. He takes away the first that he may establish the second. And today I come to you and talk about doing the will of God. And I'm not here to tell you what the will of God over your life specifically may be, but I am more rather discussing doing the will of God and hearing from God to do His will. That our lives can be lived in such a way to do the will of God, to do the purposes of, of heaven upon this earth and what He's called each of us to do and in, in our areas of influence and who we, who we are as far as moms and dads or sons and daughters, as, as people but as friends, as people of the church, uh, as children of God, we all have different responsibilities and things that we do. But inside of that, every day, there are things I really believe that God has for each of us to do. To do His will, to keep His commandments, to obey Him, to, to be in surrender to Him. That when you were fashioned and formed together, it says in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. God puts you together. He forms you. He fashions you. He had purpose for you when He puts you together inside of your mother's womb. Some people believe you were just a mistake. You were just a product of, of your parents. And yeah, you came because of them. And their actions and their doing, and many of them their love. But you are not a mistake, and you are not just happened upon this earth. God had purpose for you, and He still has purpose for you, and He has a will. He desires for you to do what He desires for you to do. Many of us, we go through our life, living our lives in such a manner that we, we do our life for pleasure. We, we do this, and we go there. We spend our money seeking pleasure and seeking things that just give us joy, seeking things that take our mind off our jobs, or our family, our responsibilities. And we're looking for, for entertainment and things that just make us feel generally better. Many people, they drink to get away from their problems. Many, many young people, they're into drugs, alcohol, all sorts of things, addictions, seeking to get away from what God really desires for us to do. On this earth, many of us, we live our lives in such a way, not for our own pleasure, but for the pleasure of God. What does He desire me to do today? Did we wake up this morning and ask God, what is your will over my life today? Is there anyone you desire me to be a witness to today? Is there someone I can show them your love, God? by my actions toward that individual? Is there anybody that I can be your hands and feet and show them your love 
by my life living in such a manner that it touches people and it displays the love of God. If we, if we look in, our, in the Bible, as I flip over here to 1 Thessalonians, we're going to find that, that God really has something amazing for you. And it says here in verse 1, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 1, Finally then, brethren, we urge and exhort in the Lord Jesus that you should abound more and more just as you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God. How you ought to walk and to please God. Verse 2, For you know what commandments we gave you through the Lord Jesus. Verse 3, For this is the will of God. This is amazing right here. This is the will of God, your sanctification, your, the process of you becoming who God has called you to, to be. The things that God has laid for you and desires for you to walk in, His purpose, His destiny, His callings, is all to bring about the, His purpose in your life upon this earth, to bring you closer to Him, to cause you to walk in such a way that you are in fellowship with Him in such a mighty way mighty manner. Uh, it says, this is the will of God for your, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality. And it goes into talking about things we should not do anymore. Our sanctification, the process of coming out of sin, the process of our life, of, of, of living a life no more for our pleasure in our own sin, but for the pleasure of God. Jesus said, what would a man give in exchange for his soul? What is there upon this earth that is so amazing and desire your uh, pleasure is so desiring that that it's more important to you than the presence of God? So many people we go to church, we go we go through the motions, we read our Bible some, and we even pray, but yet we allow things of this earth to take our time, our emotion. We allow pleasure to rob us of the depths of the relationship that many people are desiring in God. To have that depth of relationship means I have to spend time with Him. To really walk in His will, to really walk in His desire over my life means I have to give up time to get to know Him, to know what He is really wanting from me. Do we take the time to just pause and spend time with God and just tell Him, God, I love you so much. And I really desire to do what you want me to do. What is it that you desire over my life? What is your purpose for me? Not for my pastor, not for the evangelist, not for the, for the missionary on the other side of the world, not for anyone else, but for me, God. What is it that you have for me? I desire to do your will. I encourage you. I encourage you today. Ask God, Father, I want to do your will. I want to please you with every fiber of my being. I love you with my whole heart, but I desire to do what you want me to do. I want to do your will, and I want to be the man or the woman of God that you destined for me and you called me to be. It says here in Hebrews uh, chapter 13, in verse 20, it says, Now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, 
through the blood of His everlasting covenant, verse 21, make you complete in every good work to do His will. May He make you complete in every good work to do His will, working in you what is well-pleasing in His sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. To do His will. He was trying to make you complete in every good work for the purpose of doing His will. Now again, I am not here and I will not foolishly try to tell you what the will of God is over your life. But I'm telling you this, God has purpose for you. He has a will. He has a desire. There are things that He has placed inside of you that He desires for you to do. And that is an amazing statement that God loves you so much that He didn't just send His Son to die for you, which He did. And He loves you so much that He didn't just write this Bible, this book that we call the Bible, so that you would know His his desires, that you would know His plans and what He's done, and He did all of that for you. But yet, even right now, at this very moment of time, He loves you so much. And yes, even right now, no matter your past, no matter where you come from, God has a desire over you and a will for you. He, it is His good pleasure to give you and to, to fashion you and form you, and He's working things in you and out of you to do His purpose. Again, that is so amazing that God has purpose over your life. God has desire amazing things over you that only you can do. You are unique and there's only one of you. He puts you together and you look like you do. You, you may be tall, you may be short. You, you look like you do and it's on purpose. I don't desire to be someone else. I desire to be me. I desire to do what God called me to do. And I want to encourage you be who God called you to be. Let His purpose have its full work inside of you. No matter your age, young or old, is not what's important. What's important is you're here. You're still breathing. You're on this earth. And today, may the plan of God be revealed and His purposes made known through you. I'm not going to take time to read the story, but if you, you'll take the time on some other time in 1 Kings chapter 13, Especially First uh, Kings chapter 13, uh, verses 17 through 24, especially. But in that chapter, there's a story of a prophet. And God had told him to go and deliver a word. And when you deliver the word, to, to leave and to go back home. Don't stop anywhere. Don't, don't stop for anything, but to go straight back. Well, he goes, he delivers the word, and he's coming back. And an older prophet comes out of his house. He hears that this younger prophet is coming by and he comes out of his house and he tells the younger prophet to, that God has said it's okay to come in to stay with him and he'll feed him and take care of him. And the younger prophet disobeyed the voice of God and he listened to an older prophet of God and he came in and he stayed with him and the next morning when the younger prophet got up to leave, the older prophet then told him the word of the Lord. And because of the man's disobedience and not being obedient to what God had told him to do, he died that day. The lion came out and ate him because of his disobedience. But God had told him, 
He told him his will. He told him his desire. He told him his purpose. And look, I'm not telling you today that everything in your life is going wrong and this, that, and the other because we got out of the will of God. But I am going to tell you that for some of us, when we knew what to do and we were disobedient and all of a sudden our life turned into shambles and things went sideways, so to speak, and it just seemed like our life was in just turmoil. I'm asking you, did we get out of the will of God? Where did we know what God desired for us to do and we turned and went another direction? Many of us, we know the story of Jonah and how the fish came and ate him. For what purpose? Because he was running from the will of God. Many of you, I may, I may never physically meet you. I may not even know you now. But I need you to please hear me and understand. Do not run from the will of God. There are so many of us that have the call of God on our lives for ministry and not necessarily standing in pulpits, but to do things, to be leaders, to be examples, to, to stand up and stand in the gap for, for people, to be people of prayer and intercessors. And there's so many different things that God calls so many of us to do. I want to encourage you today, do not run from the will of God. Do not run from His purpose. And do not sell yourself short. It's not about your personality. It's not about your charisma. It's about doing the will of God and the anointing of God coming upon you in a mighty manner and stepping into your place of who God called you to be and to fulfill your destiny and your purpose upon this earth. God has a plan over your life. And it is up to you to surrender to that plan, to walk in that day by day, season by season. To maneuver as the Spirit of God leads you. You step here and you step there. And you go here and you go there because you're led by His Spirit. You're led by His presence. And you know, you get up and you seek Him. And you hear what He desires you to do today. And you go love people. And you be the hands and feet of the gospel in people's lives by doing the will of God. When we read the life of Jesus, He came to do the will of God. He came to set people free. And the way that happened was He went every day. He went about doing good. He went about doing the will of God. He went about talking and saying what He had heard and seen of His Father. He only did what He had seen. He only spoke what He had heard. And people were set free. People were delivered. People were transformed by the will of God being done through one man. And when we decide we will, we're going to be the people God called us to be. And today, God, I want to do your will. I want to be your hands and feet. I want to do your purpose. And God, as I sit here, as I seek your face, God, I ask you, speak to my heart. I want to do your will. I want to be your man. I want to be your woman. And I want to go and do. And I want to love people and see people saved. I want to see people healed. I want to see people delivered by the power of the gospel of the Lord Jesus. Because I came and I surrendered to your will. I want to encourage you today in these few minutes that we've had together. Do not let your life get by you without fully surrendering to God. Today, you may not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, 
And I want to encourage you, cry out to Jesus. Ask Him to come and be your Lord and Savior and tell Him, Lord, I surrender to you and I receive your forgiveness. And then you go find some people and you make your declaration public. And then you go and be baptized. And then you let the anointing of God come upon you. And you go and you do the will of God. For what greater purpose than can there be over your life than to live the rest of your days to your last breath and then you declare, I did to the best of my ability. I followed the leading of the Holy Spirit and I did the will of God. And then you will hear the words, well done. Thou good and faithful servant, enter thou into the joy of your Lord. I want to encourage you today. Jesus is worth it. No matter the sacrifice, no matter what you have to give, no matter what you do, things that people see and things that are done behind the scenes, I want to encourage you today. What God has called you to do, you do it with all of your might. And you do it the best that God has, has given you. And you study, you show yourself approved unto God, and you be the best you that you can be for Jesus. Because there's only one of you on this earth that's just like you. And only you can be you. So you go in the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And may the blessings of the presence of God be mightily upon you. And may the joy of the anointing of the Holy Ghost flood over you in a mighty manner. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. And may the countenance of our God shine upon you and bring you peace. Be blessed by the Most High God. Jesus is King. The devil is still a liar. Thank you for joining us today, for taking your time. It's been an honor to be with you. Thank you. And until next time, be blessed by the Most High God. In Jesus' name. Hey guys, thank you for joining us. Please feel free to reach out for your prayer request or just to tell us how Jesus is working in your life. Head on over to the website, www.compellingministries.com. Click the contact us link in the upper left-hand corner or see the description for our mailing address should you wish to reach out that way. May God bless you and see you in the next episode.